0: I don't make music just to play it in my house and play it for my friends. I really make it to impact the world and also to be a, a means of providing for myself, my family, and my future generations.
1: Meet Lyft driver Ashley Carter, though everyone calls her theory.
0: I've been going by theory ever since I probably was about 12 years old. I would read like, the encyclopedias and things like that when I was just like a little kid, and my friends were like, you always have the theory of something and the name just kept popping up.
1: Theory is a musician and a U.S. Army veteran who has her sights set on recording a platinum record. It's taken her a while to get to this point, but she is finally ready to fully commit to her dream. And we are so here for it because this is Pick Me Up. A podcast from Lyft and Gimlet Creative, all about people who are driving towards something big, both on and off the road. I'm Mariah Smith. You didn't feel like working Y'all going to little drummer boy? Yes. Yeah. okay. All right. Have a nice day. Thank you, too. I'm with Theory, and we're headed to a recording studio in Philadelphia's historic Washington Square district. She's wearing a loose black jersey with a gold chain around her neck, and she's got a platinum blonde buzz cut. We're just going to do like a listening session, and we're going to vibe and really work out the details for the single that we have going on. Theory puts on her latest track. It's called Down. Mike, the studio manager, and a few other people gather around to listen. Oh her music is dope. Yeah Yeah it slaps. No. Definitely. I mean it's it's awesome, like it's a great vibe. They move on to another song. The mid and the highs need to be brought up some more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She's been obsessed with music for as long as she can remember.
0: It's a part of who I am. Like, I've made music so long, it's almost like brushing my teeth in the morning. It's like a part of my day. <laughs> I'm sure I probably heard it in the womb.
1: They were practically raised in the house with music. That's Adrian Theory's mom.
0: I always think about my mother singing. That's like my very first memory of music, wow. is hearing my mother sing. And I'd be like, Mom I can really sing. Like and she would just run the vacuum or just clean up, like, but she would always sing. What would she sing? Um oh god. Nancy Wilson, Anita Baker, um, Shade.
1: Classic mom. A love of music isn't the only thing Theory got from her mom. It's where she got her determination too. She was my only
0: role model growing up. As a single parent, I mean, she really displayed what a woman is about. Being bold, confident, but also knowing what you want. When she says she's going to do something, oh, it gets done. (laughs) It gets done.
1: Growing up, Theory and her sister watched their mom working hard at a hair salon. She supported the family on her own and made sure to teach her daughters business sense from an early age.
0: She dealt a lot with cash and money. So when she would come home, she would just have like a pile of money out. And she would be like, "Okay, girls, I'm going to show you how to count it. I was in elementary school and I knew how to, like, keep books. Still, money was tight sometimes. The lights were cut off a time or two. And, you know, as a kid, we, you think it's fun because you're like, oh, we get to light candles and things. But you don't really know. So, you know, we would all sit on the floor or <laughs> whatever, and she would, like, read us a story. She just would make it fun.
1: So I would take an experience like that, and I would, I would make it cozy. <laughs> when she was a teenager, Theory would spend every evening in her room listening to music. Surrounded by her heroes. I had just, like,
0: a ton of posters. Every space of my wall was filled with posters of everybody. You Uh know, like, oh, God, Ja Rule, Chris Brown, (laughs) Destiny's Child. Uh, (laughs) You know how CDs had a little packet? I would take all the packets out of the CDs and just, like, put each one on my wall. It was just cool.
1: And right in the middle of them all was R&B star Ashanti.
0: Oh, I loved Ashanti. Oh, my God. She was like my favorite artist at the time.
1: (laughs) Whenever Ashanti put out a new album.
0: I needed that CD immediately. I remember going to my bedroom and just replaying back one of her CDs over and over because it was when you would get an instrumental with the CDs, and I remember just writing to him, and I was like, yeah.
1: Theory still remembers one of her best raps from back in the day.
0: I had a rap, and it was called, What's Your Theory? It goes like, what's your theory? I mean, what's your process of thought? Reading up about a style, but it's a story untold, and a conspiracy on theory is about to unfold.
1: Since the seventh grade, she's been steadily working on her music, writing raps in a notebook at school or teaching herself music production, singing, and she's good at all of it. She says that music is what she was meant to do.
0: To me, it's like the ultimate expression of saying thank you to God. Like Every time I get to use my voice for creation or, you know, song making, things like that, I, I really feel grateful. She wants her music to move people. When you hear music, it has to evoke something within you. Like, a happy song should make you feel happy. A stoner song should make you feel stoned. A sad song should make you feel sad. A sexy song should make you feel sexy.
1: When it comes to her career, Theory knows what she wants.
0: My main goal is definitely to be a household name. I definitely should have won that Grammy in five years.
1: But recording an album is expensive. You have to pay for studio space, mixing, promotion, and just making one song can run a tab of thousands of dollars. Right now, theory is making it work by driving with Lyft. I
0: started driving Lyft to help me pay for things like recording costs and just to be able to sustain. And, you know, I can do it and still pursue my passion, my dream.
1: We're in the car with Theory and her wife, Lee, driving back to their neighborhood of Taconi. On the way, I just had to ask how they met. Turns out, Lee was auditioning to be a backup dancer for one of Theory's performances.
0: When I met her, she actually had a girlfriend, so it was like her and her girlfriend. And I was just like, I just want to dance. So I had a girlfriend, (laughs) and I was with my girlfriend. And I remember we had pulled up, Uh, to the location where we were supposed to do a rehearsal. And the very first time I laid eyes on her, I was like, oh my God, like, I mean, it had to be like a awkward 30 second pause. And I know my girlfriend at the time was like, what the hell? And literally, (laughs) it was was like love at first sight. From the moment I
1: saw her, it was like in slow motion.
0: (laughs) It was us then on from that day forward.
1: Pretty soon after that, Lee and Theory moved in together. They got married a few years ago. And they just got a puppy. His name is Harley, and he's very small, (laughs) very fluffy, and very enthusiastic. While we take Harley for a walk around the local park, Theory fills me in on what's been going on with her career. Recently, she's been trying really hard to grow her fan base, and it's working. She's got over 23,000 followers on Instagram. She's also getting her music out there. My song was on
0: radio and rotation on 93.9, which is the largest station in, well,
1: one of the largest stations in D.C. But not too long ago, she hit a rough patch. Last winter, she met a talent scout who said he could help her. She thought this would be her big break. You know, he's like, your your music is so dope,
0: I have connections. I was like, okay, let's set up some sessions and see if we can get some things going.
1: They worked together for months, laying down new tracks and mixing new songs.
0: And all this is for the promise, like, after this, you're going to take these songs and we're going to put you in front of labels and get you a deal, right? But then at the last minute, it fell
1: apart. There was a disagreement that started with studio fees. And it got ugly. And then the producer was like, this is just, this is gonna ruin your career.
0: I'm like, Yo, who, who do you people think you, like who do you think you are? Like, I don't understand it. Like, who do you think you are to tell
1: me that this will ruin my career? After all the work they did together, it was such a disappointment. Theory's not used to failing, and she doesn't know what to do next. It's hard for me. I'm a Libra. I like balance.
0: I like the world to be rainbows and sunshine and unicorns, but that's not the way it is, and sometimes that reality can be jolting. And that's
1: where we come in. What went through your mind when you saw her?
0: Um, damn, that's Ashanti. <laughs>
1: That's after the break. Throughout the making of this season of Pick Me Up, I've talked to a lot of incredible Lyft drivers. It's been amazing to learn about their lives, both inside and outside of the car. Like another Philly resident, Demetrius Jordan. I'll be 54 years old, 54 years young, (laughs) this November. Demetrius has three kids, including seven-year-old Maya. They love to go to the beach together.
2: I like watching my daughter just go nonstop in the water, just watching
1: her grow up. He drives with Lyft in addition to his full-time job. He's a community leader and advocate, supporting people with mental health challenges and addiction. He knows firsthand how hard it is to overcome these kinds of obstacles. I was a homeless person for many years due to mental health and addictions. And I wound up sleeping out in the parkway here in Philadelphia, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. And uh, surviving in the streets is not an easy thing to do. If you've never lived it, you can't explain it to other people. After over a decade of sleeping on the streets, Demetrius made a change. He found a social worker and got the treatment he needed to get back on his feet. And I'm going to be celebrating my 10-year sober anniversary. It's nothing more gratifying than helping other people gain their life back. If you're interested in learning more about driving with Lyft, visit lyft.com driver. Welcome back to Pick Me Up. I'm Mariah Smith, and today we're riding along with Theory, a Lyft driver and R&B musician. From a young age, Theory knew that music was her passion. But she also grew up knowing that you've got to keep your books balanced. So she's always found a way to make music and make it work financially. Five years ago, she joined the Army.
0: I was like, if I joined the military, this would be the way that I could fund my music career because it's very expensive and also I can go to school and you know I get to maybe do some cool things. I'll get some you know training and serve and do my time. She did her training in Maryland and then I got selected to go on a special forces deployment which freaked me out and then um, I went to training for that deployment for about two or three weeks. That's it. And then I was in Afghanistan.
1: Here's her mom, Adrian.
2: Honey, prayer, prayer, prayer. Yes. It stayed on my mind. Yes, when my baby was over there, I stayed prayed up. And then it's my daughter, you know what I
1: mean? Theory flew into Afghanistan with her unit arriving at night.
0: It felt like it dropped down. We were flying so fast, but the plane landed and...
1: The airplane landed, and as soon as the door opened, she felt the heat of the country rushing in.
0: I had a panic attack (laughs) right then and there. I, like, passed out.
1: You literally passed out getting off the flight?
0: Oh, yeah. I passed out, like, literally once I got off the plane. And then once I came to, I realized, okay, you're here, so let's do what we have to do. There's a smell in the air. So it's like sulfur or ammunition. If war had a smell, that's what it smelled like.
1: Theory was a combat photographer. Sometimes she had to record things that she'd rather forget.
0: I felt like I could have died every day, and then I was taking pictures of people who were dead. It's like I would have a conversation with somebody and then two weeks later, I would be documenting their ceremony and creating a, a video to send home to their loved ones.
1: She spent almost a year in Afghanistan. In the moments when she was tired or afraid, there was one thing that kept her going. I made a ton of
0: music in Afghanistan. I took my laptop with me. Um, that was, that was like my best friend.
1: She used the microphone that came with her headphones to record lyrics and tapped the beats out on her keyboard. I would just think about where I wanted to be. Like, I lived my head a lot. When her deployment was up, Theory flew home. Back on bass, she started thinking about what it would be like to make music all the time. And so I
0: just went to my commander. I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. Outside the Army, this is what I do. And I showed her, like, my music videos. And when I left, she basically was like, the next time I see you, you better be famous.
1: And speaking of famous, we've arranged a multi-platinum surprise for Theory. It's a few weeks after we met Theory in Philadelphia, Now she's come to visit us in New York for a special meeting. We told her she's going to meet someone from the music industry, but she has no idea that it's actually one of her childhood heroes. While we wait for our mystery guest, I check in with Theory to see how she's feeling. She's still getting over that record deal gone wrong. The experience has left her asking some big questions. You know, you you try to conform yourself to,
0: like, make it, like, fit certain things because you think that's what other people want. Or, you know, somebody will say, oh, you should do this or you should do that. And it may be cute and it may be
1: nice, but it's not the thing that makes you you. And then we get word that our special guest is here. Singer, songwriter, record producer, dancer, actress, MTV icon – and the inspiration for some of Theory's first songs, Ashanti. Oh, we're
2: going in this one. Okay, Okay. ready?
1: Ashanti is in the building, along with her entire entourage, including her mom and her sister. Theory still has no idea who's about to walk through the door. And then... Hello.
0: Wow. <laughs> hey. Wow.
2: This is insane.
0: Nice to meet you, Nice to meet you, too.
1: Now, if I were Theory, I would have totally screamed. But, of course, she plays it totally cool. When they
0: said a surprise, I did not expect this type of surprise. Wow.
1: Ashanti is sporting a ruffled, off-the-shoulder top, tight white jeans, and insanely high heels. And there is no way that Tina, her mom and manager, isn't coming in this room, too. She's wearing a sparkly silver necklace that spells out her nickname, Momager. Nice
2: to meet you. Hey, Hi. how you doing? Yeah, nice to meet you.
1: <laughs> Ashanti sits down across from Theory, and they are both smiling from ear to ear. For one, this is amazing. Like, I've had...
0: Every single CD, (laughs) album, like, and even still to this day, the music that you put out is super dope. Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: It's not only that Theory adores Ashanti's music. Ashanti also has the career that Theory dreams of. She hit number one on Billboard for her single Foolish, and the year after that, she won a Grammy for Best Contemporary R&B Album. And she was only 22 years old. Since then, Ashanti's had a triple platinum album, sold millions of records, and she's even acted in multiple major films. So, naturally, Theory has some questions for her. I have something
0: that I really want to know about being an artist really is, like, being the brand and being the you, Mm -hmm. you know, like, all the time. Is there, like, any advice
2: You have to understand and not take it personal that people are going to look at you as a commodity as opposed to a person. They're not going to look at you as who you are and your heart and none of that in this music industry. (laughs) 99% of the people are looking at you and trying to figure out what they can gain because everyone's trying to come up. So much money, so much money to be made. Then Ashanti
1: talks about her own career path.
2: Some people don't even know that when always on time, foolish, what's love? Ain't it funny? When those records came out, I didn't have a deal. I wasn't even signed. Shut up. So that's wish. another thing.
0: That's Had crazy. I known
2: then what I know now, I would have got them for way more money. Yeah, that's <laughs>
0: crazy. So, so you didn't even have a deal. With no, money.
2: I didn't have. There was what? no paperwork. It was just they were kind of like I guess testing me out. Shut.
1: And that was up, a good That's test. crazy. <laughs> Ashanti can sympathize with the hard times, too. She tells Theory she had three failed record deals, and it was devastating.
2: And I literally, literally, I stayed in the house and played Mortal Kombat with my ex-boyfriend for, like, I don't even know how many weeks.
1: Eventually, Ashanti decided that the answer wasn't in everybody else. It was in herself. She started her own record label so she could do business the way she wanted to. I kind of learned the system, you know,
2: and once my deal was over, I got put into a situation where it was like, okay, you just got thrown into the water. You're gonna sink, you're gonna swim. That happened, I'm <laughs> gonna put my swim cap on. We're gonna navigate through this, you know what I mean?
1: I chose to walk away and create my own record label and become independent and Ashanti even has an answer to the question that theory has been thinking about is it worth it to change who she is to get a deal
2: for me i think it's just really being true to who you are and it's it's very tempting you know it's very tempting i've seen a lot of um a lot of people go down the uh, the wrong path mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but um I still go to uh, my Aunt Ruby's barbecue, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. At the, with the family. And I think it's
1: just really important to remain humble. That makes sense. This whole time, Ashanti's mom has been sitting quietly in the studio. But then she chimes in.
2: This is Mama Jim.
1: <laughs> she tells Theory that the path ahead isn't always clear. And like Ashanti, you have to be true to what you want most—
2: a lot of people don't know, she, she had scholarship offers to Princeton and Hampton for running track. She started at middle school and ran for varsity, and she did the triple jump. She got a full scholarship, and I thought she was going to run.
1: She's like, no, nah, I think I want to sing. I'm like, damn, I thought she was going to go for the scholarship. She reminds Theory that music has opened up all kinds of doors for Ashanti.
2: And now she's writing for film and TV, and she's doing scores for major films. So just understand that it doesn't stop here. We're just really proud to have somebody like you here because young black women um, that are in a community that can expose themselves to other women so that we have some role models, just understand it doesn't stop.
1: That's awesome. Before we're done, Theory gathers up some courage. This is your chance, baby and plays one of her own songs for Ashanti. Ashanti has closed her eyes, and she is just listening. Every so often, Theory takes a quick look over to see how she's reacting.
2: I like it a lot. It's dope. I really like your cadence. And I like how you sound. It's dope. Thank you. So I'm glad that you're on your path. You know, I don't know how this works, <laughs> like, this connection, you know what I'm saying? But you are in the right place, surrounded yourself with the right people, and I'm here.
0: Thank so you. So you're
2: doing something right, you know? I'm so grateful.
0: <laughs> like, I'm so grateful. I really am. Thank you for coming out. Definitely. Thank you, Mama Jerry. Like... <laughs> That's just, original. okay, <laughs> OG, that's right.
1: And okay. with that, Ashanti has to head out. Theory and I take a moment to catch our breath.
0: That was so crazy. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I did not expect that to happen. Like, to be able to have a conversation with her and just vibe and just talk. Like, yeah. that's so dope to me.
1: What out of all of the advice she gave you, will you take to heart most?
0: Just how she said that you have to keep going. Yeah, You know, like you have to keep putting the music out there. That was
1: just great advice. So that's what Theory's gonna do. Keep going. She's got more music videos in the works, more singles to mix, new songs to write. But first, on the train back to Philly, she's gonna give her mom a call. Because she's not going to believe who Theory just met. Pick Me Up is a production of Lyft and Gimlet Creative. This episode was produced by me, Mariah Smith, Laura Morris, Carrie Thomas, Nicole Wong, and Julie Subrin with help from Tyler Sorensen. Sarah Geis is our editor. Dara Hirsch mixed this episode. Technical direction by Zach Schmidt. Special thanks to musician and podcaster Samus. Original music by Daniel Brunel. And of course, Only One Theory. You can follow Theory on Instagram at username Theory one as in the number one, all one word. You can also find her music on Spotify. To see some pictures of Ashanti's visit to the Gimlet studio, head over to lift.com slash up. And I hate to say it, but this is the last episode of the season. It's been so wonderful riding with you all, but we finally reached our destination. The good news is you can stay subscribed to the podcast on our feed for updates, and you can also stay in touch. You can find us all on Twitter. First, I'm Mariah, at Mariah, M-R-I-A-H. Lyft is at Lyft, L-Y-F-T, and Gimlet Creative is at Gimlet Creative. Thank you so much for listening.